0: My name is Boyd Varty. I think of myself as an artist of experience. My passion is to create transformational experiences for myself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live. My central exploration is to live on what I would call the track of your life. To me, this is to live courageously towards the discovery of what you are called to and to what life asks of you. So much of how I live has been informed by my passion as an animal tracker. I'm following the trail of my own life and reporting back. Notes on re-entry. Bedrooms are strange. I looked at the thatched roof with gratitude and a touch of contempt. Where were you when I needed you? But before I get to that, I would like to tell you about some, something that happened on the last evening. I was on the crest of a clearing about two hours before dusk. The land fell away so I could look to both the eastern and western horizon. Three rhino were feeding in the clearing and I had taken myself up onto a termite mound to watch them. It was a beautifully serene scene. I felt so still and at the same time ready to leave the tree. The timing had been just right. Somewhere east of me, a lion roared, and something came over me. Despite how far it was, and with setting sun, I had to go and look. I estimated where the roar came from and set off. Quickly, the clearing gave way to a sand felt thicket. In the thick bush, it was hard to keep my bearings. I let myself stop thinking about where that lion may be, and just let my body go where it wanted. I walked for maybe about three or four kilometers, all the time with the strange feeling that I had spent so much time contemplating. Purposeful action towards an unknown purpose. Well, in this case, I knew finding the line was the purpose. It was more like purposeful navigation towards an unknown destination. There was no way that I could be sure where that lion had roared. Or as Renier sometimes says it, I don't know where I'm going but I know exactly how to get there. My body was on a kind of autopilot. I'm not sure if you've ever tried to walk in a straight line through a thicket, but it takes some doing. One quickly gets subtly off course. Eventually after some time the sand felt gave way to thick riverine vegetation. I remember I crossed a dry riverbed, the sand crunching under my feet, and then onto a floodplain full of huge leadwoods. A little bit before sunset, I suddenly broke out of the thicket. In front of me was a thickly reeded marsh. On the edge of the marsh was a large acacia tree, and then it gave way into golden grassland. It was at this point that my body just stopped. My mind felt incredibly quiet. Something inside of me said, this is the place. It was my last night in the magic tree. And for a time there was nothing but stillness. I stood there. I thought I had gone mad. And then, across the reed bed, in the most golden light you can imagine, a dark maned lion rose out of the grass. I had hit him on the nose across thick terrain, walking on an inner guidance. I mean, hell, who knows? Maybe I just got lucky. But I tell you, as he rose out of the grass, something in me broke and ignited at the same time. I cried. I was taken by joy. The presence, his power as he gazed at me, the dark mane in the yellow felt, the six weeks in the tree. Everything I was searching for was there. In a moment, it was perfectly complete. The mystic, the tracker, the lion and me. I tell you this because reintegration is so astoundingly abnormal and normal. I'm so different and things are in some ways so the same. It's really quite hard to describe, to walk back into your life with more awareness. Some things that I was really hit by. One is that South Africa and the world is still largely in lockdown. And very quickly, my mind flooded with things that suddenly needed to happen for me to be happy. Things I hadn't contemplated at all in the preceding six weeks. I needed to be able to go where I wanted. I needed politicians to be sane. I needed my civil liberties and freedom. And it took me a little bit of time to remember that I was already happy and that lockdown is a state of mind. It was a big moment to realize that. I guess you've all already probably been through this. I was just playing catch up. Moving into my house, I really felt how living in a tree creates perspective. Literally, you live up above the world. You look down at life being lived below. It's a very reflective, physical aspect that affects the way you think and see. I realized how much being up in the branches helped me review my life from a unique viewpoint. It was very literal, as I said. Also, moving back into the house, I felt how deeply connected I was to living in a living thing. And of course, we all live on a living thing, the planet. But being in the tree really helped me resensitize myself to that living life force. And I keep flashing on that old saying, something about how the tick uh, never pulls back to see that it's living on the elephant. I showered for a long time. I had lost nearly eight or nine pounds. With South Africa still in lockdown, I'm integrating back into the small community that live at Londolozi. I've never really been good at decompression after a ceremony. The mistake I make is that I'm not good at stopping to integrate, but I'm not ready for the next thing. So I end up in a kind of no man's land, half integrating what's just happened and half already trying to move forward. It's the wrong way to go. And I'm doing it a little bit as we speak. Here's what's coming to me as I sit here. Because of the South African lockdown, I may not be leaving this land for the next six months, or really, who knows, no one can say at this stage. This is quite a scary thought, but it is what is. I'm understanding that I must use everything I just learned to use this time wisely and with presence. I must imagine, I must attune to nature, I must keep it simple, I must track. I must create with what life has given me. I must be still enough to tap into that knowing that took me to that lion on that last day. To ask myself, what does life want from me? How can I serve? How can I create with where I now find myself? I bet if I keep getting still, I could fall into that purposeful action towards an unknown purpose. And I think that this is the re-entry we're all going to be in and are probably already in. The truth for all of us is, we can't really plan. We don't know where this whole thing lands or ends. We can't imagine the world on the other side. All the ideas we had uh, in our head about what our year would be and what our lives would be have changed. There's so much uncertainty as how to proceed. And so the art of re-entry from what a tree teaches us is to move slowly. Create with what you can Make everything in your day an event, mindfully attending to it. See what's actually happening in the moment, not your screen of thoughts about what should be happening. Let Let life show us what it wants and track moment to moment. Whatever I do going forward, I want it to come authentically out of that place of inner knowing. I would love to keep traveling with all of you, but I want to be sure that the context is right. I'm surrounded by an immense wilderness. We could definitely have some fun. I know nature will give me more stories. I'm living in a thatched bungalow on the edge of six million acres of wild land. I mean, things could be worse. In fact, it's kind of wild. Here at Londolozi. it's like we went back in time. The Londolozi community is living off food out of their gardens. Lettuce and spinach and cucumbers, and all sorts of greens from little caged enclosures, caged to keep the baboons out. The gardens are fertilized with rhino dung. We have impala meat off the land. We have water from the river, and solar power for electricity. We're a little pocket of simplicity. Yes, there are worse places to be. In fact, didn't I say something about wanting to be in one place more? Well, careful what you wish for. We certainly are a small tribe. How do I sign off now? Am I still 4-0? <laughs> I, I guess right there is the central issue of identity one faces in a reentry. I'm not who I was when I left. I'm not who I was in the ceremony. So who am I? And what do I do now? I guess that's what we're going to find out. More to come soon. This has been another episode of the Track Your Life podcast with Boyd Varty. Follow us on Instagram at Boyd underscore Vaarty, Twitter at Boyd Varty, visit Boyd's website at boydvarty.com, or subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Please rate and review this podcast so that more people can find and enjoy it.